Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The football season opened with a bang today when the John J. Boskowitz Junior High 11 met the Daniel Webster Junior High aggregation. Seated in the cheering grandstand were Chester A. Riley, bursting with pride, his wife, Peg, and Riley's boss, Carl Stevenson, president of Stevenson Aircraft. What led up to this exciting moment all started three weeks ago. Hi there, Millie. Is the big boss in? No, Riley, but he said for you to wait in his private office. Oh. In here. He'll be back soon. Some office. Gee, Millie, someday I'll have an office like this. I can just see myself, all dressed up in a blue suit with a stiff collar and spats, big cigar in my mouth, sitting in that swivel chair there behind that mahogany desk, riveting. <laughs> stop dreaming, Riley, and put that cigar back in the humidor. And stop touching things on the desk. Hey, what's that football doing there? And all these pictures of football players on the wall. Red Grange, Tommy Harmon, Glenn Davis. Oh, Mr. Stevenson's a nut about football, didn't you know? No. Sure. Why, when the fall comes around, that's all he talks about. Well, say, I ought to have a little talk with him. I was quite a football player myself, you know. Oh, really? Oh, sure. Where's that ball? Oh, here. Yeah, look at me. Don't I look natural with this pigskin? You sure do. <laughs> Put that ball away. I was a great halfback. Everybody told me I was built like a plunger. <laughs> they wanted me to turn pro, but I got married and then the kids came. You know how it is. After a guy has a couple of kids, he ain't in shape anymore. Oh. <laughs> hey, were you really good? Good. I was terrific. Nobody got by me. I had a tackle that. Look, Millie, I'll show you. I, I believe you. Now, you're running down the field with the ball, see? Riley, I've got no time for games. Here you come, weaving your hips. You're at the five yard line. I'm the only one between you and the goal line. You try to straight on me, but I duck. I snap my arms around you like this. Riley, let me go. Well. And then I... Riley, stop. Be a sport. Let's play. Riley. Oh, hello, boss. I was... Mr. Stevenson, I... You... Millie, get the paymaster on the phone for me. No, wait, boss. It ain't what you think. I was... Have a cigar, boss. Yeah, my brand. Uh, what a coincidence. Riley, your duties as a riveter in this plant do not include smoking my cigars and then wrestling with my secretary. Well, we weren't wrestling, boss. I was just showing her how I played football. And furthermore, you were a football player, Riley? Oh, sure. You bet I was. You can go, Millie. Were you good, Riley? I was sensational. You should have seen me carry that ball for good old NYU. On the level you played for New York University? Oh, no, this was the New York upholsterers. <laughs> In the Industrial League. Oh. 
But they wanted me to turn pro and play with the Giants. The Giants, really? Oh, sure. They waved all kinds of money right under my nose, but I couldn't see it. <laughs> oh, I envy you, Riley. I always wanted to play football. It was the only thing I cared about in college. Went out for the team every year. Just wasn't good enough. Oh, too bad. And then when I couldn't make it myself, it was always my dream to have a son who'd do what the old man couldn't do. Be an all-American. Yeah, that's what every father dreams. And when I got married, my wife presented me with three girls. <laughs> that's women for you. They'll double-cross you every time. <laughs> Peg tried the same trick with me. Our first one was a girl, but I put my foot down. And for the second one, I ordered her to have a boy. <laughs> You're lucky. Can your son play football? My junior can play anything. Baseball, basketball, natural born athlete. He's oh. got speed, timing, coordination, stamina. Gets it all from me. And besides, he's got brains. <laughs> By George, I'd give anything to have a boy like that. Uh, well, Riley, I'll make you a proposition. Oh, I'm sorry, boss. Junior's not for sale. <laughs> besides, it'd be up to my wife. She owns 50% of them. <laughs> You know how mothers are, they? No, no. What I mean is I'd like to train the boy, coach him. I've studied football for 30 years. To me, it's a science. I'll make another Red Grange out of him. What do you say, Riley? Well, I, 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 I don't know, boss. Peg wants Junior to study, go to college. Riley, yeah. I'll send him to college. I'll make an All-American out of him. And if that boy comes through the day he graduates, he'll have a job in this plant for life. You mean an executive? Of course. And maybe someday... He might even be your partner. Who knows? Partners. Oh, boss, what a thrill it'll be for me the day I walk by your plant and I look up and I see the big sign, Riley and Company. Riley and Company. What about me? Ah, <laughs> oh, don't worry. You'll have a job for life. Tomorrow, Coach. Riley, you don't know how excited I am about this. That boy of yours is going to have a great future. Yeah, and maybe... Maybe someday, who knows, he... He might even marry one of your daughters. Well, I don't know. Oh, the ugly one, of course. Peg! Peg! Hello, dear. What's all the excitement? Where's Junior? I got wonderful news. Where is he? Well, he's in his room studying. Studying? He'll never get into college that way. He should be out <laughs> playing football. Talking about? I'll tell you later. I gotta see Junior first. Junior! I'm in Ju here. Oh. What's up, Pop? Junior. Junior, have I got news for you? How would you like to go to college, all expenses paid, and play football and be an all American? Well, I, I don't know. I. Well, what do you mean you don't know? You... Well, I don't think I wanna go to college. You don't wanna. Junior, you don't know what you're saying. Don't make the same mistake I made. My father wanted me to go to college, but I turned it down. I should have listened to him and gone to college. And today, instead of being a riveter, I'd have my own barber shop. <laughs> well, you can't afford to send me to college. My boss is going to pay all the expenses. All you've got to do is let him coach you. Now, first, you go out for your school team. Yeah, but, and Pop, I'm not going out for football. When you... What? I decided basketball's my game. Basketball? That's no game. There's nothing to it. Bouncing a ball up and down a floor. Any baby can dribble. 
A football? That's a man's game, Jimmy. But I'm too light. I'd never make the team, and I'm not very good at but it. But I told my boss, I said you were... We'll make you good, Junior. Well, we... maybe next year, Pop. Next year may be too late. A double-cross and Mrs. Stevenson might give birth to a boy. <laughs> huh? Junior, I never thought I'd say this to my own son, but I'm disappointed in you. Well, gee, Pop, Let I me don't tell you a little you... story, Junior. The story of one of the greatest football players who ever lived. That is, he would have been one of the greatest, but the day before he was due to join the Green Bay Packers as their star fullback, it happened. He was playing his last game for his alma mater, PS 46. <laughs> the score was tied, one minute to go. The ball was snapped to him on his own one-yard line. He was off like a flash. At the 20-yard line, the other team's ends jumped on him, but he kept on going. At the 40-yard line, the tackles hit him, but he kept on going. At the 50-yard line, the guards jumped on him, but he never stopped. At their 40-yard line, the whole backfield jumped on him, but he staggered forward. The 30-yard line, the 20-yard line, the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and he was over, carrying the ball, 11 players, and one referee. <laughs> well, son, he won the game for the old school, all right. But when they peeled off the players, they found that his nose guard had been shoved down his throat and he was slowly suffocating. <laughs> and as he lay there writhing with pain, he seemed to hear the great referee up above tooting the final whistle. He looked up and said, Oh, great referee, I'm going fast. But grant me a dying request. I got a son that bears my name. Let him be the football player that I will never be. And the next minute, he was gone. Son, that man's name was Chester Riley. He didn't die. How do you know? Were you there? <laughs> Fine son, you want me to die to make it a better story? No, Pop, only you well, said that... maybe I exaggerated a little at the end, but the rest of it is true. And you were going to play football with the Packers. Sure. Well, gee, why didn't you ever tell me? Well, I'm very modest. <laughs> and I was hoping that you'd follow in my footsteps of your own free will. But if you want to play basketball, go ahead. I, I won't show my disappointment. I'll still be the same old Smiley Riley. <laughs> oh, gee, I didn't know it meant so much to you. Well, I'll go out for football if you want me to. You will, Junior? Honest? Oh, I sure. Oh, Junior, my all-American baby. Oh. <laughs> Bob, stop kissing me. All right, Junior, come on now. Let's see you hit it again. Now, let's time tackle it low and hard. Let's see you go. Okay, Mr. Stevenson. That was better, Junior, but you, you still didn't hit it hard enough. Now, now, step aside and watch me. Ah, that's the way to tackle, boy. You get the idea? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, now, now go back and try it again. Now, remember, hit it hard. Good, good. Now, once more. No, wait, wait, boss. I can't take it no more. <laughs> Let's hold off tackle and practice till they deliver the real dummy, huh? 
Hey, what's the idea, Junior? What'd you stop I, running for? I'm dead. Let's call it a day. Well, we only ran a mile. Come on, let's do another mile. You've huh? got to do road work, Junior. Nothing like it for building endurance. Mr. Stevenson is right, Junior. Oh, I'm tired. Look, son, it ain't like we're asking you to do anything that we're not doing right along with you. Oh, we're... but, Pop... I... Me and the boss can stand it, now so can you. Now, come on, we... Okay. Ah, that's the idea. And remember, we're right with you every step of the way. Now, get going. Ready, boss? Ready. Okay, start the motor. We'll follow him. <laughs> Junior, this time try a touching both toes and don't bend your knees. Now let's go. Uh, That's an order from your coach. Well, no. Junior! You won't have to do what you say. Uh, well, well the, the, the kid's right on a technicality. Riley! <laughs> I didn't spend weeks of my valuable time to run into this sort of thing. Now tell him, Riley. Well, I uh, did. You tell him, Pop. Tell him to stop giving me orders. I, I don't work for him. Well, Riley. But, uh, uh, Junior, that's got nothing to do with it. Mr. Stevenson's been paying me a salary for 10 years, and he gives me orders, and I don't work for him either. So, I, I mean, you do as he says, sir, you know. Junior home yet? Where's Junior? He's not he's... home yet. Now, calm down. What is it? Well, today's the day they're picking his school team. I bet they picked him to be captain. Personally, I hope he doesn't make the team. What? Why, why, that's treason. How could you... You have the nerve to... You hope that he... I'm married to Tokyo Rose. (laughs) Riley, you attach too much importance to the whole thing. Well, what's more important than Junior's future? What's keeping that kid? Riley, will you stop pacing up and down? I can't help it. I'm nervous. I've never been so nervous. I wasn't half so nervous when you gave birth to him. Thanks, you're sweet. What's he taking so long? To... Junior, is that you? Yeah, it's me. Well, how did you do? What position? Where did they put you? Fullback? Well, no, Pop. Halfback? Quarterback? No. End? I... Guard? Tackle? Center? No. Third I... base? Uh, wait, there's no more positions. Junior, Pop, you... I didn't make the team. You didn't... No. I'm sorry, Pop. Oh, there, there, Junior. Now, don't feel too bad. You can still play basketball. I never did like the idea of Mr. Stevenson managing our boy's life. Well, Junior, I don't understand. How how, how could you... See who it is, Peg. Junior, how could you... Why, Riley, it's Mr. Stevenson. Uh-oh. Oh, hello, Mr. Stevenson. Hello, Mrs. Riley. Boss, I was just going to phone I you. I couldn't again. wait, Riley. Came by on my way home. Well, how did we make out? What position? Full back, half back? By George, I'm as excited as if I were the boy's own father. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. That son of yours didn't make the team. <laughs> We'll hear the second act of The Life of Riley in a moment. The very first time people try amazing new Prell, they're sold. So it's no wonder that Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube, is a favorite all over America. 
Millions of attractive women are saying... Aprel shampoo leaves my hair so radiant, soft and smooth, so easy to manage. And millions of men agree that... If you care for the way you look, you'll insist on Prell when you wash your hair. Removes annoying dandruff, leaves hair easy to groom. Yes, Prell's an amazing success. First, because Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. Leaves it soft and smooth, free of dulling soap film. Second, Prell removes ugly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. And Prell goes farther than any known shampoo, cream, or liquid because it's concentrated for economy. Get Prell for your hair. Insist on Prell. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Pa, what are you doing? Oh, nothing, just... Just tearing up some old junk. Well, Pop, those are college catalogs. You sent away for them. Oh, I guess you have no use for them now. No, it ain't that, son. It's it's cold. I just want to make a little fire. In your pocket? Hmm? Oh, yeah, well, I... I, I, I guess I'll let you down, all right. Oh, forget it, son. I'm sorry I disappointed you. So you disappointed me. So what? You're still my son. I'm not going to give you away. You're all paid for. <laughs> uh, almost, anyway. Guess we'll never go to college all now. Right, so you won't go to college. Is college so important? You can get along without college. You can go to work in a factory, be a riveter. You'll be just like me. Oh, my poor boy. <laughs> oh, Ronnie, I'm going to the store to... Well, Junior, what's the matter, well, dear? Well, he's a little upset about oh, not making... Oh, now you listen to your mother, darling. You've got to stop worrying about that football team. After all, lots of boys don't make the team. Yeah, but they don't have a father who is a big football star. Well, stop brooding about it. I'll be back soon. Who was a big football star? Why, Pop. Peg, go to the store, huh? You're... <laughs> Father was a big football star? Well, sure, didn't you know? Pop was one of the biggest. He certainly is one of the biggest. (laughs) Chester Riley. Peg, go to the store. Chester Riley. Give me my shopping bag. I'll go to the store. (laughs) Riley, come back here. Oh, so this is why you've been moping around the house, Junior. You can't live up to the great name of Riley. You think you let your big football hero father down. Well, didn't I? Junior, did you ever take a look in your father's school yearbook? No, I didn't even know he had one. Mm, Of course not. He keeps it well hidden. (laughs) Junior, stick your hand up the chimney. The chimney? Yes. Hey, there's a book stuck up here. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, give it to me. Let's see now. Where is it? Oh, here. Here, Junior. Here's a picture of your father in action on the football diamond. You mean he... Oh, Mom, is that Pop? Oh, it can't be. That's your Pop. But he said he was... I have a pretty good idea what he said. This isn't the first time, and I've had just about enough of this nonsense. Now, your father loves you, and he means well, but... Well, he he just expects too much from his children. Junior, we've just got to teach him a little lesson for his own sake. 
Now look, here's what I want you to do. Oh, why don't I learn? Why did I have to go and lie to Junior? I can never square myself now. Why did I have to dig my own grave? It's smart to be thrifty, but that's going too far. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, hello, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Well, I don't feel so good, Digger. It's my boy. Ah, yes. The modern offspring can be most dry. Yesterday, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from one of those cut-rate laundries and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was mortified. Well, why? What did the sign say? Bring your bundle here and drop it down the chute. <laughs> well, this wasn't Junior's fault. I did a bad thing, Digger. I lied to the boy. Oh, lying is the trait of the weakling. My sons respect me because I'm dead on the level. Well, what happened was I told Junior I was a great football player and I made him go out for the team. But the poor kid didn't make it. I can sympathize with you. I remember my football days. I only played one game and I was taken out right after they kicked off. Well, uh... <laughs> what happened? There was a scrimmage and one of the players was flattened out. Instead of picking up the ball, from force of habit, I picked up the player and carried him 50 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> to this very day, they call me the rambling wreck from Mortician's Tech. <laughs> Poor Junior, he's just heartbroken. He thinks that... Riley, isn't that your dear Junior coming this way? Digger, where can I hide? I can't face Quick, him. Quick, here in the back of my business vehicle. Slide in. <laughs> no, no, I'd rather face him. Well, what's the matter, Junior? Pop, there was a mistake. What? Well, yeah, there, there, there was a mistake. Come to the game today. You'll see me. Junior, you mean you'll be out on that field? Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the field, all right. Oh, Junior, that's wonderful. I knew you'd make it. I gotta phone my boss and tell him. Yeah, well, I gotta go now, Pop. Yeah, sure. You gotta get to bed early. Oh, what a sign. Okay, well, so long. Oh, Digger, I can hardly believe it. A minute ago, I felt awful, but now that boy's put new life into me. Why, the little rascal. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Peg, I still can't believe it. What happened? I don't get it. What... You'll get it in a few minutes. I wish the team would come out. I can't wait to see my junior in his uniform. Riley! Riley! Mr. Stevenson, here we are, boss, down here. Oh, I'm glad he made it. Yes, so am I. <laughs> Hi, Riley. Hello, Mrs. Riley. Hi, Hello, boss. Mr. Well, Stevenson. the kid made it all right. I knew he would all the time. With my coaching, how could he miss that? <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget about the football ability he inherited from his father. Oh, sure. He's just a chip off the old block. Mr. Stevenson, I, 
I can't thank you enough for what you did. I wonder what position they're putting him in. Well, I, I don't know. Well, let's uh, wait and see. Here comes the team. Where's Junior? Do you see him? No. No, there's Bert Roberts, Mickey Devlin, Rufus Lemaire, the Cartwright kid. Where's Junior? There's Hank Stefanati and... Danny Greenberg. Yes, but where's Junior? But I, I don't see him. Riley, are you sure he's on this team? If this is some kind no, of... No, no, he's got to be on it. I'm, I'm sure he's... There he is. Where? Where? There he is. Coming this way. Look, he must be the star. His uniform is different. All white. They must have made him captain. He's got a megaphone to give orders. He's a... He's a... He, he's a... He's a... He's a cheerleader. <laughs> cheerleader. Yes, the same as Riley used to be. Riley, do you mean to tell me I spent all this time and energy just to make a crummy cheerleader out of that kid? Now, just a minute, Stevenson. That's my boy you're talking about, and I'm proud of him. I only hope he'll be as good a cheerleader as I was. And if you make one more nasty crack about my kid, so help me, they'll be sending for the stretcher. Now, if you want to fire me, go ahead. I don't need your job. My wife can go to work. <laughs> I'm... I'm sorry, Riley. Huh? Riley. Peg, are you sore at me? Not anymore, dear. You said just what I wanted you to say. All right, now, suppose we start off with the A-team. How about it? Let's go, huh? Peg, he ain't doing that right. That's not the way. I, I'd better show him. Hey, Junior! Wait, excuse me, mister. Junior! Wait for me! Oh, hello, Pop. Hiya, Sonny. Now, listen, when you get up a cheer, you gotta put some pep into it. Here, give me that megaphone. I'll show you. All right, kids! Let's go with a great big yay team! Ready? Yay team! Yay team! Yay team! T-E-E-M! Team! <laughs> The Rileys will be back in just a moment. Only wonderful Prell could get so many people praising it as Prell has. Just listen to what Mrs. Lee Brainerd of Atlantic City says about Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. I've always been troubled with snowflakes of dandruff, but since using Prell regularly, embarrassing dandruff is under control. And Prell leaves my hair so radiant, delightfully fragrant, too. Thanks for the one and only Prell. Once you use it, you'll say thanks for Prell, too. First, because Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. Second, because Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Ask for Prell. Our Prell shampoo leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy, too. P-R-E-L-L Prell shampoo. Peg, Peg, I promise I, I, I take an oath. Never again, as long as I live, will I tell Junior a lie. Well, we'll see that you keep that promise. Oh, you can depend on me, Peg. Oh, Pop. I, what is it, son? Could you let me have a dime? Um, I'm sorry, son, I haven't got it. Oh, but, Pop, Believe you... me, Junior, if I had it, I'd give Riley? it to you, but I have... Riley? 
I got it. Procter & Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix is currently starring in The Babe Ruth Story and a light artist picture. The script is by Reuben Shipp, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Junior is Tommy Cook. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. Wonderful ivory snow. Yes, you'll say it's wonderful when you see how lovely nylons stay lovely longer with ivory snow care. It helps protect shadowy colors, flattering fit, reduces stocking runs. Ivory snow is so mild, so safe, so pure, so speedy, too. Gives instant suds even in cool water. And ivory snow is the only soap, both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. There's no other soap like it. Ivory Snow Care is ideal for all fine washables. Your hands will tell you why. Just wash dishes with Ivory Snow as millions do. When you see how it pampers your hands, you'll know why lovely washables stay lovely longer with wonderful Ivory Snow. This is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next Friday night when Procter & Gamble brings you a full hour of entertainment. First, Red Skelton, and then, The Life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.